Hello everyone and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm The Wrap rookie, Deanna Norris, also with the Department of Communication. Today we'll be talking about the Care at Home initiative, which was designed to improve access at Michigan Medicine. Now, before we get into that conversation, for sure you improve your access to all previous episodes of The Wrap that you may have missed. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. You can also find them on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines we can review. Okay, let's bring in Eric Towell, the Associate Chief Operating Officer for Post-Acute Care Services. Eric's here to discuss care at home and how it fits into the larger strategic priorities for U of M Health. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, first, can you explain what the Care at Home initiative is and how it was put into motion? Sure. Um, so Care at Home is the fiscal year 22 initiative of the year for Michigan Medicine. And the goal is to improve access and reduce our bed constraint by increasing bed capacity. And this is achieved with offering Care at Home as an alternate site to receive hospital level care. Uh, care at Home provides hospital level care in the home and allows us to admit patients directly from the emergency department or the observation unit directly to their home, therefore not needing an inpatient bed. It also allows us to safely discharge patients a little earlier and continue their hospital care in the home. Care at Home was put into motion two years ago uh, when Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan approached Michigan Medicine to partner with them to build a new innovative model of providing hospital level care in the comfort of the patient's home. And this innovative model of care has been proven to decrease length of stay, improve bed capacity and throughput, decrease ED utilization and readmission rates, increase patient satisfaction, decrease the risk of infection and reduce the cost of healthcare. Uh, Michigan Medicine gladly accepted this partnership and began this journey. And so during this time, we've since had the public health emergency, which catapulted us into a high gear with rolling this initiative out to help with bed capacity. We now have three pathways for this program, ED to inpatient to home, observation to inpatient to home, and our COVID completion at home with more pathways in the work queue to roll out. So Eric, can you, um, you touched on this a little bit already, but what is the difference between hospital care at home and completion at home? Good question. So hospital care at home is when the patient meets interqual criteria for an inpatient admission. The patient is screened in the emergency department and or the observation unit. And if the patient meets both interqual criteria and hospital care at home criteria, and then also agrees to the program, the patient is then directly admitted to the hospital care at home program as an inpatient and receives their hospital level care in the comfort of their own home. And then completion at home is for patients who are already in the hospital and allows us to safely discharge them earlier and then continue their hospital level care in the home. And this innovative model of care is constantly changing and we are working with payers to take other patients early in the hospital stay and at the tail end of their stay. Great, now I know you touched on a few of the benefits already for care at home, but you know maybe you could talk a little bit more about why helping some patients avoid hospital stays and others return home sooner 
why that's so important and, and sort of what do both the patients and the providers get out of that? Yes. Yeah, so as you know, our hospital is at full capacity most days and we are always boarding patients in the emergency department waiting for an inpatient bed to become available. If we can admit patients from the emergency department or the observation unit into care at home, this frees up inpatient beds for the higher acuity and surgical patients. This allows a better experience for the patient by decreasing their wait times in the emergency department and improves both patient throughput and bed capacity for Michigan Medicine. Others who return home sooner gives us the same results at the tail end of their hospital stay. So if we can safely discharge a patient one day earlier, this frees up a bed sooner for a patient waiting in the emergency department, decreasing their wait time and improving throughput. Eric, what kinds of outcomes have you seen so far for the Michigan Medicine patients treated through the Care at Home program? Yeah, so we're tracking a few outcomes right now. Um, the first one is really looking at the number of bed days saved. And right now, from November 9th of 2020, um, to the end of August, we have saved an average four beds a day. Um, we've been tracking our ED utilization rate, and currently those who are in the program have an ED utilization of 9.6% compared to patients who did not go through the program at 16.2%. Also, we track our rehospitalization rate. And right now we're at 6.3% of readmissions compared to patients who did not go through the program at 14%. And lastly, we are tracking the average length of stay within the hospital. And we have decreased the average length of stay for those in the program by 1.5 days. So clearly we've, we've seen some success with this program already. Now, what are you most excited about as the Care at Home program continues to grow and evolve? So we're excited about a lot of things. Um, we're most excited about where Care at Home will be in the next three to five years and how we deliver healthcare in the future. The landscape is changing and we're, and we're going to be ready for it. We're excited about being a part of something that's so big, that's innovative and on the cutting edge and supports Michigan Medicine's strategic priority around access. We're also excited about how we will be providing compassionate, connected care in the comfort of patients' homes and the difference we're making in the lives and families of those we serve. We're excited about the positive outcomes we're seeing and the wonderful comments we receive from patients and their families. And we're excited about our future growth and other pathways that will roll out in the future. And lastly, we're excited about providing the right care at the right time in the right place at the right cost. That all sounds so great, Eric. Um, in the recent headline story, employees across all areas of Michigan Medicine were asked to help support this initiative. So how can employees who don't work directly in patient care go about doing that? Yeah, that's another great question. Um, everyone plays a significant role with this initiative. And this initiative has over 36 key areas with multiple teams who are supporting this work. So whether you're working directly or indirectly with the program, or whether you're a clinician, a provider, you work in finance, revenue cycle, contracting, legal, regulatory and compliance, accreditation, quality, infection control, data analytics, health information technology services, care management, 
inpatient, ambulatory care, and the list can go on and on. Everyone is involved and needed. So one element is really collaboration across all segments. So as I gave those examples just now, um, all of us are coming together as a larger health system to make this work. Um, support can come by changing our own mindsets and asking ourselves, can this patient be treated in the home instead of the hospital? And if the answer is yes, then reach out to Care at Home core team to review and discuss. Um, we can share creative ideas and out-of-the-box thinking with us, support those who are working on the initiative, be ready to jump in and help if called upon, help spread the word, and lastly, be our cheerleader, really give us the motivation to continue through this work. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that, Eric, and for sharing all of this great information about Care at Home. If you want to learn more about this initiative, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right, Eric, now your work here isn't actually done yet. It's time for the lightning round where we ask our guests four okay. quick fire questions. You ready to go? All right. All right, now fall is in full swing. What is your favorite fall activity? Going to the pumpkin patch with my family and football outside at Michigan Stadium. <laughs> Great <choice>. answer. <laughs> if you could have your dream job, Eric, what would it be? My dream job would be somewhere on an island in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more of a location than an actual job. It is location. <laughs> Something on the water. There you go. Uh, earlier this week was National Chocolate Cupcake Day. So that leads to this important question. Do you like cupcakes, cookies, or ice cream? Oh, gosh. So my wife would tell you all three. Um, but if I had to pick and choose one, I definitely have to go with chocolate chip cookies. All right. And what's the one superpower you've always wanted to have? Oh, gosh, superpower. I would love to be able to transport from one location to the next location and not have to drive, walk, run, or all the above. Park. Park, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for being a great sport and for teaching us about the Care at Home initiative. Once again, if you want to learn more about Care at Home, be sure to check out the recent story at mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. And while you're there, you can check out the featured stories from this past week. For instance, open enrollment is now underway through October 29th. There was a Q&A with Infection Prevention and Epidemiology Director Amanda Valico, and readers learned how they could avoid becoming Zoom zombies at work. Find all that and more at mmheadlines.org. All right, Deanna. Well, now we've gotten to know Eric a little bit. And since this is the first time you have co-hosted The Wrap, let's get to know you a bit more. Can you tell our listeners what your real job is and how long you've been at Michigan Medicine? Sure. Um, I worked as a communications manager for University Hospital and Frankel Cardiovascular Center, supporting leadership and change management communication. And my role falls within the Department of Communication, where I'm part of the internal communications team. And I've been at Michigan Medicine for just over two and a half years now. Excellent. Now, besides working with me, what would you say is the best part of your job? <laughs> Well, so I would say, um, without question, the best part of my job is seeing, hearing, and being able to share stories and information about the incredible life-saving and life-changing work that goes on in our hospitals every day. Um, it really is an honor and a privilege to support the amazing people that are doing that work and all the amazing people behind the scenes that make that work possible. 
Um, and then I think the most challenging, um, I would have to say, and Daniel, you, you know this, but in such a large complex organization, we're always looking for more efficient and effective ways to communicate with and share information with all of our uh, various internal audiences. So I would say that's an ongoing challenge and opportunity for improvement. And I think that was just exacerbated, right, by COVID-19. And now COVID really has been here almost half of your entire career here now at Michigan Medicine. I, I have to imagine that's been one of the biggest challenges, too. It, it's been a real challenge, um, but it's also been an honor to to be a part of everything and just to see what an amazing response there's been at Michigan Medicine and just to witness um, all the incredible changes and the challenges that faculty and staff have stepped up to. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. Now, last episode, we asked listeners how many posters were accepted for Quality Month 2021? The answer is 89. Congratulations to Carly Hendy, who sent in the correct answer. Now for this week's question, here's Deanna. All right, um, so this week's question is, what is the name of the new tool available to help employees analyze their benefits choices during open enrollment? Once again, what's the name of the new tool that's available to help employees analyze their benefits options during open enrollment? You can find the answer in this week's headline story, and once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for your chance to win a prize. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much, Eric, for joining us, and Deanna for co-hosting for the first time. You did great. And thank you, as always, to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week.